Good morning, afternoon, or evening, wherever you are in the world. Welcome to DBN News for 1-16-2019, the semi-daily news that even plants crave. I'm Anthony, and I'll be your host today. With that being said, let's jump into the news. First is from IGN and written by Shabana Arif. Fortnite made the most annual revenue of any game in history last year. Fortnite made a whopping $2.4 billion in revenue last year and now holds the record for the most annual revenue of any video game in history, according to Superdata's year in review. And that's not including figures from Android or its PvE mode, Save the World. Superdata also reports that 34% of all U.S. players regularly bought battle passes contributed to last year's really impressive figures. Free-to-play titles as a whole earned $87.7 billion last year, accounting for 80% of the $109.8 billion digital games revenue in 2018. Digital games review or revenue was also up 11% year-on-year, with Asia cornering the market. Seven of 2018's top 10 highest-grossing free-to-play games were from Asian publishers and their or subsidiaries, leading to a combined revenue of $54.3 billion for the region. Mobile revenue represented the biggest share of revenue for free-to-play games in all regions, followed by PC, with consoles bringing in the least amount of cash. Holy crap, that is insane. Not only is Fortnite a cash cow, but the Battle Royale, microtransaction, just in general, Jesus. Next up is from IGN and written by Colin Stevens. Sea of Thieves' upcoming update requires full download and reinstall. Rare has announced that Sea of Thieves will be receiving a major update that will require players to download and reinstall a full version of the game, though the new version's file size will be significantly smaller. Announced through the official Sea of Thieves website, the update will be coming to PC and Xbox One on February 6th. Executive producer Joe Niete explained that this new version is necessary to keep the overall size of the game from spiraling out of control with subsequent updates and will allow Rare to be able to generate and transfer new builds of the game more quickly in the future. For Xbox One and Xbox One S users, the install size of the game will be reduced from 35 gigabytes to 10 gigabytes. For Xbox One X users, it will go from 47 gigabytes to 25 gigabytes. For PC users, it will go from 47 gigabytes to 27 gigabytes. Subsequent patches will increase this number, but only slightly in comparison to past updates. When prompted to up, when prompted to update, it will download and automatically reinstall the full game. Rare has also commented during a developer update on how it will ban cheaters in Sea of Thieves. We've taken a look at our data and some reports from players, and on Friday we actually took the steps to ban a very small amount of people within Sea of Thieves who had been cheating, said Niete. We'll continue to monitor this on a regular basis. We have a zero-tolerance approach to this, so if you're thinking about cheating, don't. There's literally no point because we will find you, and we will ban you. We will find you, and we will ban you. The update coming on February 6th will also bring along with it quality of life changes, including the option to turn off visible gamer tags so strangers can't identify other crews and attempt to jump into Twitch streams. Combat tweaks like removing a double-gunning exploit and a secret that will be revealed at a later date. Cool. See if Thieves is getting that consistent content. Consistent. Third is from IGN and written by Shabana Arif. Shabana Arif getting a lot of love lately. A lot of IGN articles. Keep your cash, Shabana. Assassin's Creed Odyssey Ubisoft responds to DLC criticisms over player choice. Assassin's Creed Odyssey set out to redefine the series with its RPG focus. 
allowing players to shape their character through dialogue and romance options. But the release of the second episode of the Legacy of the Blade DLC, Shadow Heritage, has seemingly invalidated a lot of players' in-game choices by forcing a heterosexual romance with the offspring of the first-ever assassin, Darius. Alexios, uh, Alexios or Cassandra will end up forging a relationship with Nima slash Natakis, a female slash male character, depending on which character you're playing the game as. Regardless of whether you choose to ignore or encourage a romance with that person, in the end, the two characters will form a romantic relationship and have a child. Players have found this to be particularly er erroneous. That's an awesome word. Erroneous. Erroneous! Uh, found this erroneous... Particularly given creative director Jonathan Dumont's comments last year in an EW interview in which he said the game doesn't force players in romantic situations they might not be comfortable with. Players decide if they want to engage with characters romantically. I think this allows everybody to build the relationships they want, which I feel respects everybody's roleplay style and desires. Ubisoft has responded to the criticism in a statement to Kotaku, explaining that the events are part of an overreaching story that will be further explained in the DLC's final episode. We strive to give players choice whenever possible in Odyssey and apologize to those surprised by the events in this episode, read the statement. Without spoiling it, you will engage in an important relationship as part of a set story. The motivation behind this relationship is yours to explore in-game and will be reflected in your character's story arc. There is one episode left in Legacy of the First Blade, which will tie your character's actions together. Alright guys, last is from IGN and written by the wonderful Jonathan Dornbush. Update on EA reports of allegedly canceling their Star Wars game. So this is an update from yesterday. Uh, I believe Jason Schreier broke the news that EA has canceled uh, their Star Wars game, which would make, I think, the third game EA has started and then just canceled <laughs> involving the Star Wars IP. So EA has officially commented on the reports that an open world Star Wars game has been canceled. In a statement provided to IGN, a representative for EA said the great work by our team in Vancouver continues and will evolve into future Star Wars content and games. EA's full statement reads, There's been speculation overnight about one of our Star Wars projects. As a natural part of the creative process, the great work by our team in Vancouver continues and will evolve into future Star Wars content and games. We're fully committed to making more Star Wars games. We're very excited about Star Wars Jedi Fallen Order for Respawn, and we'll share more about our new projects when the time is right. EA did not concretely confirm or deny Project Orca's cancellation, but the statement seems to imply the work done so far will be possibly focused into new projects if indeed Orca has been canceled. That's a weird statement from EA. Is it canceled or is it not canceled? That They're like, oh, well, it's canceled, but we're making more great Star Wars IP because of the cancellation, which seems kind of like a bullshit excuse. But, oh well, c'est la vie. Now, that is the news for today. Thank you for listening, and let us know what you think about any of the stories we talked about by sending us a message on Anchor, the podcast app we use to record the show. If you'd like to support the podcast other than listening, please check out our Anchor page at anchor.fm slash dadsbeardsnerds, where you can donate to us via the support this podcast button and sign up for a monthly donation of $0.99, cents, $4.99, or $9.99 per month. On Twitter, find us at dadsbeardsnerds. Find us on Instagram at dadsbeardsnerdpodcast. Dad's Beards Nerds podcast. And if you'd like to be part of our ever growing Discord community, find that link in our Twitter bio. Until next time, I'm Anthony, and I look forward to making more content for you. Stay